It's time for Not Bad Dad with Fuzz. Oh, don't sing that crap. And Jeff. Hey. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Let's start the show. Good morning. Hey, Jeffrey. What's up, dog? Nothing. What's the word, heard? Uh, you know, chill. Oh, my microphone here. I don't know, man. Chilling on a dirt road. Oh, don't sing that crap. Is that Florida Georgia Line? It was. And no, you need- I think it's uh, not Eric Church. It's Jason Aldean, I think. Same thing. Where he kind of does that rapping. Same like, thing. thing in the yes. Middle. He says, I like something in brisket. If it broke ground here, don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is bull schnikes. I'm trying not to swear so I don't have to beep it out. The great Porter Wagner is rolling over in his grave. <laughs> Port, Porter Wagner. I can't stand that crap, though. That's just horrible. Did you hear what we did at work? I don't know if you saw the video. No. Oh, I the Nickelback video? Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of, uh, I'll be honest, I scrubbed through it. That's a, that's a technical term. And uh, I didn't see you in it. So what we actually did for it, I was in it for like two frames. I was holding actually the the reason we did the song. I was holding the the drum head, the drum head for our NCAA. Ah. Bless you, Reese. Sorry, had to get no. I had like a frog in my throat, and I just didn't think a general <clears throat> was going to clear it. That wasn't going to be enough. I get oh. it. Um, yeah. So for our NCAA tournament bracket, the winner here. At the agency where I work, got a signed, autographed Nickelback drumhead, uh, an official one. It's it it had the right, you know, the like the certificate. Chad Kroger's names on it. It no. had it had the certificate of authenticity, which I guess it's real easy probably to fake a certificate of authenticity, right? If you're faking right. if you're faking signatures already, you could just fake some is, more. But is your certificate of authenticity authentic? I that's well, is it like authentic leather? Or is it authentic, like real? Genuine leather. Gen- genuine, yeah. So, anyway, the person who won got to sign her name on the Nickelback drumhead. Cool. And then it'll be a traveling trophy. So each year, whoever wins gets to sign the Nickelback drumhead. Nice. So you are kind of, you know, increasing the value of the Nickelback drumhead with every <laughs> signature. Right. Because of the ink the, that goes onto it, that's <laughs> actually where... The, where that increase in value comes from. That's right. Poor Nickelback. Poor Nickelback. It oh. used to be so huge, like during that first album, and then I don't know what happened, but they just can't catch a break, man. Cannot catch a break, and then he marries Avril Lavigne, and she gets Lyme's disease, and what is it's that? all uphill from here. What is that? Does Lyme disease does that go away, or is that uh, the major effects of it? But it, the, there's like some chronic things I think that can hang with you over the period of your life. So that's no good. Well, I was <laughs> I've been I've been thinking about this for a little while. And yeah. does does Skype let you do a three way call? I don't I don't believe so. Oh, Maybe okay. I don't know. All right, we have to look into it because I think it'd be cool every so often for us to get a guest on the show. Oh yeah! Get another dad. Get another dad's perspective on their life and their 
unique circumstances as a dad because every dad has a, a unique circumstance sure right? everybody's got something that affects their lives differently i think it'd be cool to get some uh some guys that we know on the show and uh perhaps Good. some other bloggers and such onto the not bad dad podcast yeah so if you're interested in that if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested uh send us leave us a message on our facebook page or Send us a message on our Facebook page, and uh, we will add you to the ever-growing queue of people who are interested. You can also tweet us. I've been running the Twitter account. Nice. Um, I've been running it as me, though, and not as you. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so whatever. You, I trust you. I don't think you're going to be out there causing us much you know, harm. Oh, I will. Appreciate that. I will. The The other day, I lost a couple Twitter followers on it. Not that it matters because we have like 40. It doesn't really... Wow, 40, all right. Yeah, I know, 40. Like, hey, you know what? If they're all paying attention, that's good. Personal page, I have like 1,100, whatever. Nice. But, but on the Not Bad Dad page, it's like just it's new. We're but anyway, fledgling. That's cool. I, I posted a couple after I tweeted about my daughter who we two years ago she went to, uh, for Halloween as Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. And she has a sport coat. Yeah, that, or like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. Su- a suit coat that she, coat. Yeah. That she wears. Uh, or that she wore for that. Well, she the other day had to dress up um, for. She was doing a report in school about Robin Williams. Oh yeah. And okay. So she put on a that coat to like because she had to give it from his perspective. Okay. So she put on this coat in the in the house, and she goes, "This is the most comfortable piece of clothing that I own. I would wear this every day." <laughs> And I, it's like George Costanza. And I, I said she's got a uh, a career in stand up comedy because you got the uh, you know yeah w- women wearing suit coats. It's kind of that that uh, Re- Rudner. What's her last name? Or Rita first, Rudner. Rita Rudner kind of thing. yeah. Or old school Ellen kind of stuff. Old school Ellen. I'm trying to think of who's the other. Maybe it is Rita Rudner. I'm thinking of uh, yeah. Anyway. Go or, keep going. I, I told her this year she should go for Halloween as Hillary Clinton. Nice. <laughs> and she said, I forget what she's going as this year, but that's a long ways away. She'll change that her is... mind 17 times before. I know. We stopped buying uh, Halloween costumes until, you know, it, it, there's that uh, there's that kind of tight window to buy costumes where you want to go as long as you can without buying them because mm-hmm. minds change very rapidly after you purchase the costume. But then if you don't buy it in a certain time, there are no costumes left at the store. Right. Uh, it, it's just... Or a, even to get them in online, you know? Yeah. I, I, I've i I've been down that road. I've been burned by it. This next kid, I'm, I've learned my lesson, man. She's, We're making them all. <laughs> Shanna does them. My wife does that. She's... Oh, that's cool. Um, I mean, most of the time she makes everything for it. Sometimes she's got to buy a couple pieces of it, but she's sure she's crafty, nice, and uh, she's really into Pinterest. And oh, she would start she would start her own Etsy account if and like just sell stuff. Like she would create sure. her own sweatshop in her basement and yeah. and make knitted things and and sew oh. sew Could stuff. Oh, oh yeah. she cut pillowcases up and make little baby dresses out of it and. Oh, stuff like that. Yeah. That's a cool idea. You know, the problem with Etsy is, is that uh, five, six, I'm trying to think of when it really kind of hit hard at the beginning. It was really cool because you would find lots of artisan type materials. And then they had this thing where 
it wasn't like I'm making handcrafted things. It's like, contact me and I'll print your T-shirt, you know. And right. so that was bad. And then it became, hey, look, somebody made this really cool item and now I'm going to make that really cool item too and sell it. So then the product base really gets diluted and you don't get to the, the really good quality where somebody who originally made it did it. So We recently bought some really cool design uh, images for the baby's room. I don't know if I don't think you've seen it, or maybe you have seen it. Um, I haven't posted it publicly yet. I posted uh. it on a, a a group that we're a part of, but um, there are these little like Star Wars designs. Okay, um, I, think and, I saw it. And the the woman that makes them is licensed to do it. I was gonna say she could be getting in a lot of trouble for that. Yeah, she's licensed to do it, but uh, they're all like they're like pinks and blues and cool. it's kind of like it says one says love and the death star is the o and nice uh the force is strong with this one and uh like that's a, that kind of stuff's pretty cool yeah I'll, I'll post that video up on the not bad dad cast uh facebook page this week the reason i haven't posted it on my personal page was because my wife hadn't had her shower yet and she didn't, and we have a Star Wars theme going in the baby's room. And she, oh, didn't, man. she didn't want everybody to buy us Star Wars stuff because we don't, right? We just want a little bit of it. We don't want, like, you know, right? It's like, oh, that's your thing. Yeah. The baby doesn't need a life size uh, Darth Vader. Oh, doll, yeah. You know, we have one of those in our house. Somebody, oh. somebody got one at work. I don't know if it was a gag gift or what happened. And he brought it in and, like, hit it. Or he didn't really hide it. He just kind of stuck it in the, the conference room and kind of just scared the crap out of everybody. And then it was offered up to whoever wanted it. So I took it home to my, to my kids. And uh, my son was interested in it because it's Darth Vader. Uh, our youngest daughter, <laughs> at one point, when my son wasn't paying attention, grabbed it and then started to pretend to do... She has like a Minnie Mouse boutique thing. So she was doing like, you know, the curling iron and the lipstick, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't put any lipstick. So she was doing all this, like giving him a makeover or whatever. <laughs> and he was not happy about that. I bet. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, I, I thought that was Darth good in two ways, you know, because it kind of encouraged creative play right. and, you know, it, it kind of made him upset. So that's good. You know, you kind of got to let them work that out. So, and then she's, you know, not afraid of him and you know like star wars that's cool so darth darth vader in a blonde wig sounds fun to me just like, yeah didn't they yeah. do that on the phineas and ferb episode with star wars wasn't there some type of thing like yeah, that yeah it may have been where i i don't know maybe have been where it popped in my head check we that have, out if you haven't seen it we have this fun game that we play at home where i purchased a little um Tyrion figurine from what's that uh Tyrion uh, lannister from oh, game sure. of thrones so my daughter has obviously no clue who he is, but it's a plastic, like movable, toy. Sure, action figure. Man. Action action figure, and we we hide him all over the house. So whoever <laughs> finds him takes him and hides him somewhere else, and we play Where's Tyrion? And it's just kind of like in passing, like you know, like it's hiding in the the plant in the you know in yeah. the foyer, and then you go and move it like behind the couch, like dangling off the. Uh, Nice. So the you haven't curtains. like put him in like the sugar bowl or anything like that. Where soon you get a spoonful, like there's his little <laughs> face, like ee. <laughs> We've done. Uh, no, it hasn't been in the food yet at all. But um, he's been in some fun places. In the so. shower. Um, no, he hasn't been in the shower. Though I think that might be a fun place to do it next. So. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just little fun stuff around the house. Anything to creep out and freak out your wife and daughter. Right. So she had her. Shower last week. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, thanks. Um, 
congratulations on getting all the boxes torn down. That it's like Christmas, man. Oh, or, or, God. and you have probably more uh, pastel bags, gift bags, than you know what to do with. Oh, well, yeah, right. and you won't be able to re-gift those. I mean, Christmas ones you can use and use them again. That's mm-hmm. cool. You can kind of reuse them, but the baby bags, man, you will never. Never get rid of all of those because you just won't be invited to 42 baby showers. <laughs> Please, just one more. Um, <laughs> no, just tearing down those boxes is a, a drag, man. I, I don't understand how or why, and I don't know if it's like this in your neighborhood, but it's like this in the communities around here mm-hmm. that the garbage is picked up every week. Right. But the recycling is only picked up every other week. Oh, weird. And we have by far, because we recycle everything we can recycle. Yeah. Well, so recycling gets full quick. Right. And we have more recyclable stuff than, stuff trash. than trash. In fact, yeah. most weeks we're only rolling out a half of a, a garbage bin. Dang. But we have a like over full yeah. uh, recycling bin every other week. So... I'm going to have to, I don't know, call my alderman. I don't know who the hell I'd call on that. Call call the... Uh, you call your local garbage picket, you know... Mobster? <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I work in waste management. What's the problem with that? It's Tony Soprano. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, our um, our recycling gets picked up every week. So that's nice. They do get a little... Crazy! Not if, if 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 everything's in the trash can or the recycling bin and it closes, they don't care. Okay. If it's if it's the box, because you know the the standard line is you know all the boxes have to be cut to like two foot or one foot squares yeah. and bundled and you know bundle of newspapers and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and we just don't do that. But if it's in the bin and the, the lids closed, they don't care. If the lids open or if there's something on the side. You know that doesn't conform to those rules, man. Oh yeah, you get you get the you get the post-it note, and you oh, are yeah. you are you never fairly want, warned. You never want the post-it note. You don't. Well, I, it's like you know what? There's just certain people I don't want to piss off, and the guy who picks up my trash or the person rather is just yeah. one of those people. I respect them, and I don't want to make them mad. But on the other hand, I don't want to have to you know break down a you know six foot cardboard tube and you know get the hacksaw out and cut it. Right. I've got a really s- nice new blade box cutter. And uh, and that's been cutting through them pretty well, but I, I've been having to bundle them. They're all stacked up on top of my snowblower now because um. you know it's not recycling week until next week, and my my bin is completely full, and I'm not going to be able to shove the rest of the stuff in there. So I'm going to have to throw it in the trash. <laughs> I'll probably just bring it into work and throw it into our recycling bin. Uh huh. So my best recycling bin story of my life. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably one of the dumber things I've done in my life. When I was uh it's a big list. About nineteen or twenty, um, I was underage and I had a drinking party at my house. If my kids ever do it, I'll effing kill them. Um, Alcohol drinking party or yeah, yeah. like coffee drinking? Yeah, coffee drinking. No. Uh, we bought like Three thirty packs of natural light or Ooh. something disgusting because we, we were okay. kids. Yeah. And my parents were on vacation. Well, we threw all of the cans into the recycling bin and put them down at the end of the road, knowing that my parents wouldn't be home until the uh, – it was supposed to be Tuesday morning. Sure. Well, they came home Monday afternoon, and the recycling still hadn't been picked up, and it was (laughs) just an entire – like, those bins back in those days were just, like – 
yeah. a square, taller, square box. Yeah. And it was just filled with with natural light cans, and I got completely busted. <laughs> so, But you cleaned up. I mean, you we were doing did. right by the environment. You right. weren't just, you know, burying them in the backyard or throwing them on the side of the road. Yeah, throwing them in the lake. No, we weren't. Yeah. yeah. No, we weren't doing any of that because we were responsible recycling people. <laughs> the Redneck we're, Yacht Club. Yes. Yes, the Redneck Yacht Club. Indeed. Thank you, Craig. Well, you've been on a country kick, huh? Uh, I don't – not really. I mean <laughs> – I remember – It just I, all comes out. It's your shirt. You used to work at the country radio station. Maybe it's just my way to silently dig it or vocally dig it at your old radio station. <laughs> oh, there, there you go. Thanks. I don't know. No, I've been, I've been doing the audiobook thing still. So Oh, you're reading on your way to work. I am. I read on my way to work, so it's the audiobook thing. Um, and, uh, yeah. No, I don't I, – I occasionally Amazon Prime uh, music. But uh, not so much country on there. A lot of like '80s music. I got. I was gonna say I, I got really nostalgic for uh, mid to late '80s, early '90s MTV. The other day, I was listening to a playlist on Amazon, and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, whatever happened to Adam Curry? And, oh yeah. And Kurt Loder. That guy knew everything about music, man. Kurt Loder was like '80 when MTV was on. I'm pretty sure he's still around, but. Uh, John Stewart, who was like Madonna's best friend, because a Madonna song came on. I'm like, yeah, whatever happened to John Stewart, man? That guy was like, oh yeah, not John Stewart, the right. You, but there was John Stewart, the guy who was on MTV. Well, John Stewart, the comedian, was on MTV too. Uh, uh, Ken, uh, Ken Ober and Colin yep. Quinn were on uh, Remote Control. That was awesome. Right. Yeah, Remote Control was cool, and so, Adam Sandler, of course, and Adam Sandler and. Uh, yeah, downtown Judy Brown. Julie Brown. Julie please. Brown. Yeah. Julie but I mean, Brown. just even like the videos. I mean, I was just thinking about that. It's like, God, I can't even think of like a music video I watched because they're all on YouTube now. Or Yeah. Anyway, man, just MTV, man. Back in the day, that was just I'm getting, I'm getting nostalgic here, folks. Yeah. That was, you don't even know. You don't even know. Like you wanted to hear the new Pearl Jam song. Van, yeah. Van Halen. You want to hear the new Van Halen song? You got to watch MTV and you got to sit there and watch it because they weren't going to play it, but, you know, once every two hours because, you know, there's other stuff to do. Right. And there were no reality shows. That was awesome. Yeah, there was. Well, awesome. though, the real world, the first season of the real world. Well, I would have to say when I was in college and, like, late in high school, so, like, the mid to late 90s, the spring break stuff was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, they had some crazy stuff on there. Yeah, um, it was just that was always fun. I don't even know if they still do that because I'm an adult, right? But probably not because most people don't care about MTV. I don't think. Do, okay, I don't. know. Well, I don't know. I mean, they got all these reality shows on there. There's no music. You want to watch a video? You got to watch like MTV Six or something. I don't know. We sound really old though when we, we talk like do. that. We do. You know what was awesome though? And then, I mean, I remember when VH1 came out. I, I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but well, you know, I actually kind of had thought about this too because I was trying. You know, you try and explain things to your kids, like I was trying to explain to my kids about watching TV. Uh, just regular TV without saying, I want to watch this show now and, you know, no commercials and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it was just kind of in that same thread. I kind of got thinking about it. But um, VH1, the behind the music things on VH1 were awesome. I always loved those. I always thought those were oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, those were cool. Because it would just, you know, it really, you know, at that time there was no, aside from reading like Rolling Stone or well, there was another kind of music magazine I can't think of right now. Vibe. But, well, Spin and all those, but I mean, yeah, Vibe. 
you know. But uh, double XL, double XL, double XL in the source and all that. Yeah. But aside from that, you really didn't get you know what was happening. You know, like one of the favorite things I remember is the the LL Cool J, and I mm-hmm. reference this because I know it was one of your favorite songs. Was the uh, Mama said knock you out? They yes. had the LL Cool J behind the music when they were asking him how he came up with that song. You know, what he was saying. You know, I was live. I, I had just come off of doing this album, and I had, you know, he had done all really good stuff. But then, like, gangster rap got really popular, and nobody wanted to hang out with LL because he wasn't doing, you know, like West Coast gangster rap. And yeah, and so he was hanging out at his grandma's house, and he's like, I just don't know what to do. And and he says that his grandma told him, you know, just go down in the basement and write a song and knock him out. And so then he wrote that song. <laughs> and I mean, realistically. That's probably his biggest song, in my opinion, of all time. Yeah, I would say so. And really breathed a lot of new life into his, you know, career. Sure. Now he's on what CSI or something, right? No. Yeah, but. he did a song with Chuck D and Tom Morello a couple mm-hmm. years ago. It was pretty good. Something that blew me away way too late in life, and I was a huge fan of this band and never realized this was that digital underground that the yeah. guy is the same. It's the same guy. <laughs> Humpty Hump and what's that? I didn't know that. Shock G. Shock G is, Shock is Humpty G. Hump. I didn't know that. You didn't. Because they would do things on, M- on MTV where yeah. they would have a stand-in yeah. as Humpty Hump. And I, d- I just never knew until, put it together. until I was reading some biography at like a year ago. And then I was like, no way. I've been duped, and I, I was like, <laughs> and du- duped well. Yeah, that was that was. That all was I good. had was glasses and a big nose and a hat on, and you didn't recognize. I didn't. Him. Well, it was the jacket. All that threw me off, and the and the you know the nasally sound and. Yeah. Um. Well, when he was when and I think he would always wear like kind of tinted glasses when mm-hmm. he was just shock G. So I mean, and they were different. So maybe that was kind of what helped set it off. Right. But well. um, if you watch the uh, there's a really good documentary on Tupac. I don't know if you ever saw it, that resurrection. I may have. That is incredible. Mm. If you haven't seen, if you have any interest in Tupac Shakur's life, which is a, a very interesting story, uh, watch that documentary. They do it all from um, video and photos of his life and okay. then a lot of audio clips that he had recorded and from interviews and stuff along the way. And it goes all the way from when he was born to when I think his mom moved him to, was it New York? Or Philadelphia, and he went to a performing arts high school, and right. they show him like doing ballet and learning poetry, how to do poetry, and just getting into all that. To you know, getting hooked up on the West Coast, to going to jail, all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it's just it's done really well. It's very interesting. Uh, I just if you have any interest in Tupac Shakur at all, I'd really recommend watching that movie. Cool. I'll and they they touch out. on Shock G and stuff because he was in Digital Underground, right, for a while, and so he talks about how. You know, he was just like a backup. Mm-hmm. He's a backup dancer, or just still like doing some music. He did some stuff vocals, or... yeah. He did some, yeah. Some like he'd do a, a verse every so often. But even before that, he was in there, and he said, "You know, I just did this, and I was along." And then he's like, "Shaq put me on same song," and he's like, "And then it was on." And then they show him like doing all this stuff and singing on same song, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was really cool. And then he was in that really bad movie with Dan Aykroyd and Chevy oh, Chase. Oh yes, uh, uh, nothing but trouble. Yes. my wife loves that movie. Yes, that is a horribly wonderful so movie. Horrible. Oh, Demi Moore's in it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that movie's bad. And then Digital Underground's in it. Tupac's in it. So mm-hmm. that's <laughs> so they show clips from that. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of it, the one show that we I don't think we've mentioned on MTV is Yo MTV Raps. Yo MTV Raps with Dr. Dre and Oh, Lover. that not was not Dr. Dre that most people know. Right. 
That was a wonderful show. I loved Yo MTV Raps. I still have somewhere around, I have a Yo MTV Raps baseball card. That's with, cool. With LL yeah. Cool J. That's cool. Yeah. I'd hang on to that. Yeah, I don't know where I put it, but you could talk about you talk about Yo MTV raps and you know, like Hegbangers Ball. And then oh yeah, like twenty minutes, which I you know it's so funny you talk about that. One hundred and twenty minutes was the alternative, and this was I think pre nineties alternative music, so it was like REM and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And then nineties got big, so like grunge got big, which was considered alternative. So they weren't on one hundred and twenty minutes, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And then now, like I was listening to an alternative playlist on channel on amazon prime the other day okay and you know uh kim thile and uh i can't think of the guy from Soundgarden. i'm like these guys would kill the people who are on the alternative playlist now <laughs> it's like it's like they should be at a pop festival oh I mean, it's right, like yeah. i mean it's like it's like not alternative mumford music. And sons yeah yeah i think mumford and sons was on the alternative playlist now yeah. that you say that it yeah. really was and i was like this is alternative music now i guess i mean it's alternative to something but well because they can't call it folk pop. Uh, Spot- Spotify calls it folk pop, which I think is is good. But I think they also play it on their alternative lists. But I mean, it even had like uh, "Walk the Moon" and like a couple, you know, things. I don't know. There's so. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that music. I just wouldn't classify it as alternative. But that's just my '90s showing through. Yeah, it's uh. Well, so what was the reality show? That first reality show that they had. Not road the real rules. world. The real world. That's right. Are yeah. they still doing that? They don't do that anymore, do they? I don't know. You know what's weird is one of my wife. Uh, my wife uh, grew up in uh, Western Wisconsin, and mm-hmm. one of her graduating classmates was on that show. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, he was on the one. I think they were in Nashville or Memphis or somewhere down there. It was Landon, and I don't know his last. Oh, is he name. the one who's the state uh, representative? No. No, I know who you're talking about. Duffy. There's a guy in Wisconsin. Duffy. Sean. Sean Duffy. Yeah, he's from Milwaukee, I think. Is he? Oh, because he's up, somewhere he, around he's up there. In, I think he's up in the Eau Claire area now. Is his... Maybe. I don't know, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was There's on... a few people from Wisconsin who have been on there, and between that and Road Rules, when they did that, um, there was the girl who went to BYU and got thrown out because oh, when yeah. she did the show, she cohabitated with men. And so right. they brought a BYU. She was from Milwaukee. And then there was a guy who was on Road Rules. I think his name was Noah. And he was actually friends with one of the guys I went to high school with. And they played in a band together in Madison or something, gig together or something like that. So, hmm. yeah. So, Wisconsin's kind of a hotbed for that stuff, I guess. Yes. Uh, Sean Duffy is from Hayward, Wisconsin. Hayward, way up in Hayward. And he was on The Real World Boston, which was the sixth season. And that was in 1997. Yikes. Wow. I could probably even name off all the people who were on the first season. So there was Pedro. No, he was on the Los Angeles one. Did you vote for him? <laughs> Pedro, no. <laughs> uh, was Julie. She was the girl from down south who accused, I think it was Heather, who um, was in, she was in Boogie Down Productions, I think. And so she had a pager. And so Julie, the white girl from down south, said, are you a drug dealer? <laughs> because, you know, somebody had a pager. And then there was Andre, who was in this cool, like, metal grunge band. And then there is Kevin, who was a writer for Source or Double XL or something like that. Very articulate, smart guy. I think he's still around doing, like, stuff like that for something. Like, like Sway. He reminds me of Sway, if you know. You yeah. ain't got the answer, Sway. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Sway and Tech. Um, and then there was Eric. Eric Neese, who was on The Grind. 
You guys, he's probably still around. You know what I'm talking about? No. Yo, what up? This is Eric from the Grind. He kind of replaced Downtown Julie Brown. Okay. Uh, and he'd always run around with his shirt off. That was kind of the mid late '90s Mark Wahlberg kind oh, of, yeah. you yeah. know, like the the comb over floppy hair thing. Sure. <laughs> and I think that was it. I don't know, but they were in New York, and it was pretty underwhelming. But it was interesting because it was the first one they ever did. Yeah, that was it. Was an interesting show the first time they did it, but then they just started went, scripting it, and now they're down to you know. 16 and pregnant we're probably even past that now i hate that crap i you know what uh i will never let my kids watch that and i sound like my parents when you know <laughs> it's like i just you know they, i just think it glamorizes that and also the my sweet super sweet 16 we would yeah. watch that college and it's like you know what there is no it's no wonder Kids think they need to have all this stuff when they watch these shows and see like a 16-year-old get a Bentley for their birthday and have these huge parties. And then it's like, why are kids so selfish? I mean, kids are always selfish. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, Mm -hmm. why do kids think they deserve an iPhone 5 or 6? Or why do, you know, it's like, well, guess what? Because, you know, you put TV shows on TV that shows some kid get this insane thing. And then they try to emulate that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it's just, it's... I was a kid once. I know how that goes. Yeah, but when I was a kid, I I also knew the difference between show business and reality. You know, like my parents were good at saying that's not real life. And right. But, you know, they call it reality TV, I guess. Maybe that's part of the problem. But right. Yeah, that that is hard. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. All right. Well, (laughs) great (laughs) show today. Let's. Switching gears. <laughs> How would you give us a dad tip? Because I don't oh, have. Because I don't have Jack Schmidt. You don't have anything for a dad tip. I didn't come. I didn't come prepared today, Jeff. Oh man. Um, my dad tip is. <laughs> by the way, I have to edit out the silence here. By the way, I I, I had a compliment on your dad tip uh, from last week's show. About, nice. about the brush your teeth app and tim the person who said uh hey we have that app it's really great and it's a good dad tip uh but he also said that his wife was the one who suggested that <laughs> app mom's tip for dads <laughs> mom's tip for dads uh i will this is this is a dad tip actually so in i'll do it in conjunction with the the toothbrushing app that we mentioned last week so the the one we mentioned last week you'll have to go back and listen to the show but if you're going to use that toothbrushing app and you uh uh, let's say, because there's like 14 different characters you can get sticker books from on this thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't find the car's toothpaste that works with that. I will give you a little bit of a hack. If you download a photo of that toothpaste from the internet, save it on your iPad or some other device, and then scan it with your phone or other device, so you have to have two devices, Okay, it works. Oh, all right. So you don't, if, you can't, if you can't find one at the store... <laughs> if you if you're just unable to because it's not in your market because it's so popular and sold because it's out. so popular but your kids really want to have the car sticker book you can you know just go to the google images and look for cars you know oral b or crest toothpaste whatever that is find the thing save it to your device you know your secondary device zoom in on it scan it with your primary device and you're good to go boom that's how you hack the system my friends and that's how we don't get 
Colgate is a sponsor. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right, my dad tip, um, I'm going to mail it in. Don't let your kids watch crap reality TV. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Can we get like the little ding, ding, ding buzzer at the, or the <laughs> bell ringer? Ding, ding, ding. I need a soundboard or whatever. Yes, yeah, 360 machine. Uh, no, instant replay, that's what it's called. The, nice. the machine that allows you to do that in radio. We're not in radio. We're both in our offices at work on Skype. All right, bud. We will talk to you again next Monday. All right. Have a wonderful week. You have an awesome week, too. See you. Bye. Join us next Monday for another edition of Not Bad Dad. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash notbaddadcast.